The hit a big scratcher from the Virginia Lottery could be a big hit for you. The game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. Virginia Lottery Scratchers. Everyday wins. Visit a lottery retailer near you. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com. This ad is almost 3 million gallons long because it's exactly the same amount of time it takes for that much water to flow over the deck at Niagara Falls. So how does the deck stand up to all that water? Thompson's Water Seal. Just another reason they call us America's recognized brand in water protection. Weather protected, water sealed. Thompson's Water Seal. Trust the seal. Available at a retailer near you. What up, everyone? It's episode 108 of the Binge Boys podcast, or episode three of Binging Batch. We are your hosts, Logan and Kaylee. As always, we back. We're ready to discuss another fire episode of this show. We'll talk about uh, the first round of performances, um, as well as uh, what the outlook of the show is going to look like for the rest of the season, um, which isn't very long. It's actually like three more weeks, and then it's it. It's only like a six-week thing, um, as well as a little bit of the drama that's still going on back at the house. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, let's uh, let's drop this beat real quick, and then we'll uh, we'll get to discussing all the hot goss. Woo, the beat. That's the thing people are. <laughs> That's a thing people are saying is hot goss. Hot goss? Is that an Atlanta thing? I forgot the music. Wow. That music. Was that the same? That needs to be my ringtone from now on. Was that I love the it. Was um, that the- we're back, Kaylee. You have another <laughs> episode of Listen to your heart under our belts. What did you think? It was really good. It was a very good episode. I watched it with my boyfriend's grandma and aunt. So we brought grandmommy into the mix, and it was quite interesting. (laughs) It was a great episode to intro her to. It really was. It was a good old time. I thought it was good. The drama was very loud and proud this week compared to the other weeks. And we got a lot of clarity on one relationship that we knew nothing about, which mm-hmm. was um, And yeah, I, th- I thought it was good. How did you feel about it? I thought it was good. Um, it, it felt like a little bit of Bachelor meets like The Voice or American Idol, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of liked, I, I liked it. I liked that there was still dating. There was still like a date that went on and then there was still drama. And then also the singing all in two hours, which is, which was fine by me. Um, a lot, a lot went down. So right off the bat, Chris Harrison walks all up in there the day after the rose ceremony. So everyone's in good spirits. Um, that's still there. And then basically like, um so if you're not in a serious relationship you need to find out now um because the next stage is only couples so like if you're a single person you might as well just peace out um so we got um immediately gabe gets up and is like all right i'm gonna go find my people and he lets everybody know that he's not into them He, he he wants savannah and if he can't have savannah then He's, yep. he's peacing out. 
yeah, so Gabe went and talked to Ruby and was like, I see myself with someone else. I see you as a friend, basically. And so immediately, which that was really the only couple that kind of broke up and left. So it's interesting to see because I didn't realize that when Gabe was like, okay, I'm done. That meant that Ruby also had to be done too, that Ruby couldn't have gone to the house and really talked to anyone, but maybe not because Gabe went and talked to Savannah and was like, I want to continue on. So I think Ruby was like, I just kind of talked to Gabe and Gabe was like, nope, not feeling it. And so Ruby just didn't even try to pursue anyone else. She just said, deuce, see you later. Goodbye. Um, which was fine. We didn't really see a lot of her in the episode before, which is when she joined in. Yeah. And I also didn't even know that Gabe and Savannah had been talking enough to have any type of connection. So it kind of caught me off guard when he was like, yeah, I'm going to go talk to Savannah. I want to be with Savannah. And I was like, Savannah has been with Brandon like this whole time, like yeah. pretty by his side the whole time. So I don't know where that was going to all of a sudden float his way, which was, it was quite interesting when he decided to go talk to her because it was right after the whole Julia Brandon Savannah issue that took place. Yeah. So Savannah was a little brokenhearted. Yeah, Savannah. Poor girl. I mean, first she's like conflicted on like, does Brandon like me or does he not? And then Julia is like getting all up in her shit and is just like, I'm so honest with you and you are so, what did she say, disingenuous? Yeah. Um, and Savannah's like, what are you talking about? I've been honest with you from the get-go. Right. Like, like yeah, I mean, so clearly I wasn't a fan of Julia last time we chatted. And when Julia went up to Savannah right after Chris Harrison came and said, if you, you need to find your couple and move on. And if you are not a solid couple, you both need to go home. Um, when Julia went to Savannah and kind of explained the Brandon situation of Brandon coming up to her after the rose ceremony and also coming up to her that morning saying that, I knew you were going to get a rose, so I gave Savannah my rose, so on and so forth. Like, I still want to see if there's something there or to talk about it. Um, that, I felt, was really mature of Julia to do because I think she did it in a pretty good way. She wasn't really rubbing anything in anyone's face. She, she was just like, just to get you up to speed. And Savannah thought her and Brandon were super solid, so they were – a-okay. So that completely put Savannah into a whirlwind. And then she went out and kind of cried for a little bit. And then Brandon came and kind of explained the whole Julia situation that Julia came out of nowhere, kind of blindsided him, which in a way she kind of did. Yeah. She really she really did blindside him. So but he at the same time, I don't feel like handled the situation the best either because um, he wasn't being fully honest with everybody in that situation. So he basically told Savannah, I'm going to pick you and I want to be with you. And if you want to continue on, I want to do this with you. And she said yes. And so that's that. And then that's when Julia started really showing her true colors, oh, yeah. which quite interesting I think it just solidified how much I really don't like Julie at all. 
he I was agree. like peeking up for me for a second and then like completely plummeted into the ground <laughs> right after that. Julie, yeah. Julie, she's the worst. And so, and so after all that, Chris Harrison walks in and again, he's like, okay, so each one of your couples um, is getting a song. Uh, to perform in front of an audience and a panel of celebrity judges uh, and the former Bachelor Nation couples. And he says, from here on out, the judges determine which couples stay every week. Um, and as for the prize at the end, um, there is a prize at the end. Uh, the final couple, Chris Harrison's quote was, the final couple is going to be given an amazing opportunity to start their lives as performing artists. You're going to work together with a producer, Right and record your own original songs, and then the two of you together will go on tour. So um, that's the format of the show. No new couples are going to come in. No new people. This is it. We got our peeps um, for the rest of the three weeks. You know, a couple is going to go home each week, I assume, or two couples maybe next week. I'm trying to think how many couples there are. We'll get to that later. But um, yeah, that's that's the format there. Which. I, I'm cool with like it's almost like a classic like American Idol voice like basically if the judges say you suck you're pretty much going home. Yeah, it's um, really fair to watch Chris Harrison be the one handing out roses though. I know, it's right? Only his time to shine. <laughs> I, I found it kind of odd that like when he's passing the roses out, he passes it to like the guy, and then the guy turns around and passes it, or however way they did it, turns around and passes it to the other person. I wish he could have like just picked up two roses. And just been like, Sheridan and Brandon, do y'all accept these roses? And they would have taken them together instead of like them doing like a, uh, what do you call it? Like, a, like an assembly line of roses. Like, thank you, I'll take this rose. Turns around, will you take this rose? Like, <laughs> just keep the train going. Um, well, but yeah. I like, I kind of like the idea. I think the idea that they had with doing that is that, so let's look at Brandon and Savannah for a second. It would be like Brana, Brandon would be like Savannah, will you take this rose? And Savannah would say yes. And then Savannah would turn around and be like, Brandon, will you take this rose? And if Brandon didn't feel like he he could continue on, then that's when Brandon would say, no, I cannot accept your rose kind of thing. And then that couple would break up, I guess, is how I would expect that situation to go. But just... Just like any show ever, if someone's going, especially in Bachelor, if anyone's going to offer you a rose, you're going to say yes. Yeah. No matter how you feel, unfortunately. Julia mm -hmm. is an example of that. So, yeah. So, I guess, like, it doesn't really matter. It's just, like, we should just crown the couples as one and let them kind of do their own thing. But Yeah. Yeah. I really liked um, the song choices that we got from – uh, from everybody, Jamie and Trevor did I Could Use a Love Song by Maren Morris. Natasha and Ryan did Stay by Rihanna. Julia and Sheridan did As Long As You Love Me by the Backstreet Boys. Uh, Savannah and Brandon did I Want You to Know Me by Cheap Trick. And Danny and Becca. Oh, this article doesn't say which one they did for some reason. But uh, Danny and Becca did a song. <laughs> And that yeah. doesn't matter because they gone. Yeah, they gone. They gone. We Which, lost Danny yeah, and Becca. We'll get to that in a second. But I really like the song choices that they picked. Because if you listen to the lyrics, the producers are sometimes brilliant. 
because the lyrics like kind of really matched up to the relationship that was happening. Like, I'm gonna look up the lyrics really quick for that Instinct song. Um, what was it? Um, Instinct. What was the name uh, of the song? As long as you love me, Backstreet Boys. Like oh. Sheridan is singing like, no matter who, like to Julia, like basically like, I'll do anything for you as long as you love me. Right. Kind of like I taking a shot at Brandon. Or what you did as long as you love me. It's just like, I don't care what you did as long as you love me. Like that just kept going over and over again. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it's so Stay bad. with Brianna. Because it's almost like Ryan singing to Natasha, like, I know you're super hot and out of my league, but please stay with me. <laughs> okay, can we talk about them for two seconds? So when um, Ryan was into Jamie, he was, like, kind of giddy. Like, just, like, giddy boy Ryan, like, the time that he was with Jamie. And then Jamie broke Ryan's heart for Trevor. And then Ryan kind of, like, chilled out. And then he got with Natasha and he's still acting like he isn't interested or kind of chilled out. And I can't figure out if it's A, because he's still heartbroken over Jamie, or B, he's realizing how hot Natasha is and he knows that he's kind of nerdy. So he's trying to play it cool and trying to be and not trying to be like super giddy, super like out there. He's just like, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. like his head tilt half the time. It's like, okay, guy, okay, brother. And he's, and he's got like the the one thumb in the pocket with the rest of the hand hanging out. Like this dude is putting on a fake face because he's got the hottest chick in the group right now. Right. But so then we get a date card for Becca and Danny. Uh, unfortunately, the snoozer of the episode to me. Um, I really liked Danny for the limited screen time we got. Like he seems like a genuinely nice guy. But man, this guy is like the definition of like friend zone. That was the definition of friend zone. I felt really bad for him. He was so sweet. But in that awkward get there with someone, there's no point in actually forcing it. But if that was the situation, Becca shouldn't have continued into the singing competition as much. You know, if she knew like it wasn't gonna really get anywhere, then yeah. But it was fine because it made it a really easy goodbye. Because mm-hmm. if not, I'd have lost Natasha and Brand not Natasha, uh Savannah and Brandon. Yeah. That that if, if Danny and Becca weren't on, we would have lost Savannah and uh Brandon because they were the weakest performance other than Danny and Becca. But even then, like when we say weak performance, I think it's pretty safe to say that everybody here is a pretty good singer. Like, mm-hmm. with the exception of a few pitch issues here and there, like, everyone's pretty damn good. So, like, right. when we talk about their performance, I think we're also talking about, like, like their chemistry on stage together. And, I mean, yeah, it, it was awkward between Danny and Becca, but, like, the thing that sealed the deal for me, man, is when he went in for that kiss and she just tugged away. I oh. literally, I audibly was like, she did it! <laughs> When they're on their date, when they're on their, I thought it was super cringy when they were on their date and he went to go kiss her or kiss her before they started singing. I can't remember what it was, and she just like pushed her lips to the side. She's like, I was like, oh, girlfriend. <laughs> girlfriend, oh man, it sucks so bad, poor guy. Um, but yeah, we lost him, but that's okay. We'll get to them 
later on. So let's get right into the uh, performances, shall we? Shall we? So I took some very brief notes. When do you want to talk about the big old drama? <laughs> My cat runs behind me. Between, the big old drama between Julia, Savannah, and Brandon. We'll, we'll get to them when we get to Sheridan and uh, Julia's performance. Perfect. Because I've got words. Um, you have words, too. <laughs> so first up, we had um, Matt and Rudy. We, have, we didn't get a lot of them this episode. Um, oh, before we get to the performances, um, judges-wise, we get uh, Kesha, uh, which was a surprise. When I saw her in the promos, I didn't even recognize her with the dark hair. Yeah. Um, so when he said Kesha, I was like, oh, shit, that's her? Wow. I know yeah. she's been through a lot of shit since, like, she blew up back in, like, 2008 or whatever. But, damn, like, long time no see, Kesha. Uh Jason Mraz, I really like Jason Mraz. Yes. His little catchy love songs are, oh, the best. Love, love Jason Mraz. And then um, JoJo and Jordan? Yes. Uh, I, I'm not super familiar with them. I, I know them from, like, the memes and the Bachelor Reddits and shit, but mm -hmm. I, I, I didn't watch their season. I didn't watch JoJo's season either. That was a little bit before I started getting into it too much. There we go. So then, yes. Okay, so first off, we get Rudy and Matt, and they sing Fallen All in You by Shawn Mendes. Um, They're both more beautiful together. I said that. Yeah, exactly. I thought they did pretty well together. Mm -hmm. um, had, Rudy, Rudy can sing. Yes, she can. And the thing that's really nice about Matt's voice is that when he sings – I think Jason Mraz kind of said it perfectly. He just kind of like holds it down. Kind yes. of thing. Like his voice isn't vibrant or like all over the place, but um, like it's not like you wouldn't like hear his voice and be like, oh man, like you kind of are with Chris's voice. Yeah. When he's singing with um, Ruby, not Ruby. Um, what's her name? Brie. No, when Matt and Rudy, Rudy, I said Ruby, Rudy, when Matt is singing with Rudy, like their duets and so on and so forth, you can still hear his voice like very well, yes. like it's there. Like she doesn't completely just so overpower him that like he just sounds like he's a backup singer. Yes, like correct. they definitely just mash so well together that they're both present. But yeah, she can sing. Yeah, they, bo they both did pretty well together. They got out of the way. Um, then we got Bree and Chris. Uh, they sang Beyond by Leon Bridges. And for my notes, I put that they did pretty well. And they clearly just have great love chemistry with each other. Right. Like, these two love each other. <laughs> Unless the producers throw something in to, like, fuck them over, I don't see them, like, exiting the show. I don't think so. Yeah, I like, feel like... They're going to be in the final two for sure. Are these our winners right here in front of us? Like, day one? I feel like it is. If not, it's going to either be, I feel like, honestly, it's hard. I feel like Jamie and Trevor are yeah. kind of 
getting their stuff together pretty well. JB kind of needs to work on like her being a baby. Yes. About Fears About are literally everything because being in front of people is definitely scary, but that's kind of the name of the game, and that's what you signed up for. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, they killed it. Chris's voice is so good, and he just like stared at her, the stared at Bree the entire time, which was so cute. And mm-hmm. Bree just back and forth between like locking eyes on him and trying to perform in front of the crowd. But for me, every time she was performing to the crowd, it was like, she was already eager to go back and look at Chris. (laughs) They were so cute. Get these two a room already. Damn. Um, And that's, uh, Brie also said when the judges gave the feedback, she was like, I'm pretty much falling in love with him. Like on stage in front of everybody. And I was like, yep. Solidifying that couple. No one mess with them. So then we get um, Becca and Danny. Oh, and they did Ho Hey by the Lumineers. Um, um, I like that song. It's been a minute I since I've heard that song. Oh, there's yeah. a gif. There's a gif on this article of him trying to kiss her and <laughs> just moving her mouth. I know. It's so bad. It's the that song is a really good song. I feel like the way that they sang it though was it was very different from the folky yes. song, the folky meaner that the Lumineers are. So it was still really good, and they both have really good voices. But yeah, the only chemistry that was really there was he had her his hand on like her knee. Yep. The whole and I time. think one of the contestants, it might have been one of the contestants or one of the judges. That were like they look like they're friends. Yeah, it's a, JoJo says that there's a strong friendship between you two, right? Um, which just sucks, right? Um, Feel bad for also when Jason Mraz was just like, "Yeah, your your harmonies were a little shaky," and it's like, "Oh yeah, these two. It was pretty obvious at this point, unless like any of the other couples had completely like ruined it themselves, that these were the two that were going home, right?" especially for all the airtime they got too, like no attention on these uh, two, the other two episodes. And all of a sudden, boom, we get an episode that's really like heavy on the Danny and uh, Becca stuff. So I was like, Oh, sorry to see you go buddy. But honestly, the other couples are better than you two. <laughs> and it was, it was kind of cute though. Cause on their date where they basically got that cute little shopping spree. Yeah. Um, and she tried on that outfit and, mm-hmm. Danny was like, oh, like, <laughs> out of his head. Like, she thought she was like the prettiest lady in the whole world. It was so adorable. And then she was like, yeah, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> um, At least she got like a couple hundred dollars worth of clothes out of it. <laughs> right, exactly. At least they got to shop. Um, then we get um, it my- funny my note for this performance was danny and becca danny is too into becca they're doomed (laughs) (laughs) um how it is with savannah that's kind of like um julia and sheridan sheridan is so into julia it's just that julia is a lot better at faking it yes she's quote-unquote disingenuous unlike Becca, who's in the same situation, but was real about it and dodged all the kisses and just kind of accepted it as it was. 
kind of thing. Um, so huge props to her for not trying to fake it on quote unquote reality TV, but right. Yeah. Couple couple number four, we get Savannah and Brandon. They sing I Want You to Want Me by Cheap Trick. That song was in my head the whole rest of the night. Could not get it out of my head. Um I feel like their singing performance together on their one-on-one date from the I think I don't I think it was episode two was so much better than that performance was. Hundred percent agree. The, the the vibe of the jazz club too just worked better. Yeah, I think it was because the song that they picked was obviously the song that they wanted to both do instead of a producer giving it to them. Yeah. And um, at the same time, I just feel like there was a lot of pressure because of all the other previous drama that was going on during that week that I feel like Savannah, I don't, I really feel like Savannah has feelings for Brandon. Absolutely. I absolutely feel like she does. It's just when you're under that type of pressure, it's obviously going to make you act a little different no matter how you feel. Yeah. Well, I, this is also where uh, I think Jojo whispered to Jordan, like, do you think she likes him? And he was like, no, which is ironic because she's the one that's almost not, I don't want to say she's head over heels for him, but she's way more into him than she, than he is into her. Right. Um, Yeah. So yeah, they have, they, I think that they're both pretty talented singing wise too. I agree with you. I like their, their date, uh, their one-on-one performance a lot more, but this was still solid. It was right. With that comment that Jojo and her boy said, like, or do you think that she's into him? And he said, no, I really don't know where they got that from that performance. Yeah. That's why I felt pretty. I felt like she was pretty into him. Like, that's why I find it kind of odd that they're leaving it up to like the judges to to keep them in the game. Cause for all you know, I'm pretty sure a couple of the the contestants had the same concern. They said, like, how is it up to somebody who's met us for five minutes to choose whether we're into each other or not? Right. Doing something that is hard to be They're not used to doing. Yeah. Right. First off, singing with someone takes a lot of logistics and practice. For one, which can be a lot of like head game and trying to pay attention to technique and paying attention to the notes you're playing, especially for the performers where one of the couples is playing an instrument like like Matt and Rudy or because he played the guitar. I think, yeah, Ryan and Natasha, he Ryan played the piano stuff like that. Like it's going to be hard to look like you're into someone when you're trying to sing and also play an instrument at the exact same time. So that kind of puts you at a disadvantage, which isn't all that fair. And then at the same time, like let's look at Trevor and um, Jamie's situation. Jamie's so nervous to just sing in front of people in general, which is obviously going to put kind of a little bit of a pause on things. So and make her act a little different. So yeah, just performing in general, it'd be different if they're like, yeah, let's go out to dinner with these couples and yeah. see act. That'd be very different than telling them to go sing in front of like 50 people. It's a very different scenario, but 
whatever. <laughs> Agreed. And then we uh, and we snag a little bit of Julia and Sheridan. And they sing as love as you, as long as you love me by the Backstreet Boys. I absolutely fucking adore that song. I love, love that song low key so much. Um, that's where JoJo said that Sheridan's eyes were locked onto Julia the entire time. Yeah, uh, it's like you have love in your eyeballs. Yeah, it's okay. a perfect representation of their relationship. He's it's so into her, and she like didn't look at him at all the entire time. So yeah, let's just talk about the elephant in the room for quite quite the second. So Julia got turned down by Brandon because Brandon decided to go with Savannah, which is fine. Let them go on their little merry way. Because at that point, Brandon got to see both options in front of him. Because earlier in the season, it was either Brandon and Julia. They met on the first night. They kicked it off really well. But Julia was like, oh, but there's so many other guys here. I kind of want to see what's out there. And kind of burnt out that flame or put it on the back burner, per se, um, before it could get anywhere. And then Brandon ended up with Savannah because Brandon didn't think Julia was interested anymore and kind of moved on. And I think he got the better end of the stick if he would just continue doing what he's doing and staying with Savannah. So he is with Savannah. And then all of a sudden, Julia blindsides him before the last two rose ceremonies ago and was like, I like you. Um, I know I kind of burn out a flame that was about to start, but I can't stop thinking about you, so on and so forth which kind of puts him in a weird spot because it's always been either he's been interested in Julia or he's interested in Savannah. He's never had both of them as options at the same time right in front of him. And so he kind of did for about a day and a half, two days. And at the end of it, he picked Savannah, which is important. He picked Savannah, continued on with Savannah, and then didn't care about how much PDA he was showing to other people while he was with Savannah in the house. And same yeah. with to Trevor, not Trevor, to Brandon. Like she was like, okay, I'm just going to go for it. If I want to find love, I'm just going to have to throw it all in. I can't kind of walk on, on the um, borderline. And so they're showing all this PDA in the house of kissing here, holding hands there, so on and so forth, that Julia starts calling Savannah disingenuous because of all the PDA. Because she's like, you weren't into him yesterday, at least not this much. And now all of a sudden you are, which I don't think is fair. I think Savannah has always been into Brandon this entire time. Yes. This is the time. I feel like now there's a little bit of like a competitor aspect to it, which might cause Savannah to act a little bit more all over Brandon than she has in the past. But realistically, she's there for Brandon and she wants to be with Brandon. She's not interested in anyone else. She's not doing anything with anyone else. She wants Brandon. And yeah. so Julia pulls her aside and is like, you're being disingenuous. And Savannah handled it really well, in my opinion, and was like, you don't, I don't know how you can judge if I'm being disingenuous or not. And that's when Julia comes back and says something along the lines of, I'm not even into Brandon anymore. I don't want him. And it's like, girl, you are literally so fixated on their relationship that there's absolutely no way that you don't care about care about him. You're not yeah. looking 
you're not looking at freaking Rudy and Matt when Rudy's insecure half the time and crying and acting ridiculous. And you're not looking at their relationship and being like, oh, you guys shouldn't be together. Or you're not looking at Natasha and Ryan where Natasha just showed up one night, kissed Ryan, and now they're together. And Ryan doesn't even look at her half the time. And you're not like, oh, they're being disingenuous. You're not looking, you're not even looking at you and your own self with Sheridan which you don't really care about him at all, which is clear as day and dragging him along and saying, you're not being disingenuous, but they are the couple that has basically been together since the second night in the house. That'd be looking at like Chris and Brie and telling Brie that she's being disingenuous to Chris. That makes literally no sense. So big on the Julia hater train, as you can tell, not very yeah. about her very anymore. Much. And the problem is Sheridan, I used to feel bad for Sheridan because it's like, oh, man, like, I love Sheridan. Don't hurt Sheridan. Julia sucks. It's getting to the point where I'm just like, Sheridan, how much are you going to let this girl kind of, like, walk all over you before you put, like, a stake in the ground and you're like, I'm done? Because he's just, like, still in love with her and, like, you know, you know that she doesn't want to be with you. Like one thing happens and all of a sudden a flip switches and now she's kind of all over you, kind of into you. But at the same time, she's fixated on another couple's relationship that happens to have the guy in it that she made out with, like right before you gave her, like gave her a rose. It just is, it's ridiculous. That couple is getting a little ridiculous to me and I love Sheridan, but I think they need to go home. I think they're next. They're, they have to be next. It sucks, but I think you hit the nail on the head pretty perfectly there. Sheridan, uh, poor guy. Um, I'll support his future endeavors for sure. Who, like, you got to think that after Sheridan comes out of this show, like, he's going to have no trouble dating. Like, no. people are going to fall for him, respect the hell out of him. Julia, she might have a little trouble. Yes. Because people are going to see what, what kind of person she is. Right. And it's just kind of, I think we talked about it last week. It's just like with Love is Blind with Jessica. And Jessica ended up with no one. And it's like, because you don't get over your own bad habits. You need to like kind of get over yourself a little bit. And yep. kind of be with it from the get-go. But yeah. Jessica and Mark is the Love is Blind version of Sheridan and Julia. Exactly. Sheridan or Sheridan and Mark are more so more similar now that you brought that up again. Yeah. I just realized how similar Mark and Sheridan are. Just like head over heels for this girl, willing to do anything they have to to like, win over this girl. But, and Love is Blind with Jessica and Mark. Jessica was trying to go for Barnett. Barnett basically, she was like, I'm not going to be with you because I want to go for this one guy, even though we've been solid like this whole time. And then Barnett was like, yeah, I'm going to go with someone else. And then she throws a, Jessica throws a fit and then goes back to Mark. And it's like, I'm so sorry. And then right after they get back together and they go on to like their honeymoons and so on and so forth. And Jessica finally gets to lock eyes on Barnett. Every time she gets drunk, she goes over and talks to Bar Barnett like the entire time. Because Jessica's so into Barnett, even though she'll tell Barnett's fiance like oh no like tell amber like oh no i'm not into him i'm not yeah. into him but every time you're drunk 
you're over there talking to him. You're fixated on their on their relationship and don't give a sh- don't care at all about yours. And then that's basically what's happening here. Sheridan and Julia were strong. Julia was like, "Oh wait, I think I'm interested in this guy for a little bit. I'm going to go check it out." That guy was like, "Oh no, peace. I want someone else. I want to be with them." And so then Julia crawls back to Sheridan. Sheridan takes her back, even though he should not. And she spends the rest of the rest of the season being fixated on Savannah and Brandon. So mm-hmm. it's literally, yep, they're side by side comparisons of the exact same situation. And we saw how how Mark and Jessica ended. So Yep. Same thing. It's gonna be the same thing. You hate to see it. Hate to see it for Sheridan. I hate to see it for Sheridan. I hated to see it for Mark too. Same here. They should start fast together after this. Yes. (laughs) They should link up and start some type of movement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then we got Ryan and Natasha. They did Stay by Rihanna. Mm -hmm. Natasha has some serious singing talent, y'all. Yeah. Like, some of those notes she was hitting, I was like, what are you doing here, girl? (laughs) Like, go audition for, like, a singing show or something, like performing some bars here and there like what are you doing here right if you look at like all their occupations everyone has like some actual real job that you would think and then when you get to natasha it says pop singer like obvious obviously that she kind of does singing for a career because she is phenomenal yeah she's she's amazing their performance i thought was pretty solid um ryan's a really good singer too yeah, Ryan's a really good singer. Putting them two together, though, to sing is quite interesting because Ryan has, like, a John Mayer yes. type of vibe to very him. Very vibe, yes. And Natasha is, like, very pop singer type of, like, Ariana Grande kind of Kim Bell Out lyrics kind of thing. So yeah. trying to put the two of them together is very interesting. It, it yeah. was really good. I kind of liked it. I agree. I just was like in awe of like her singing abilities. Mm-hmm. But um, then we get Jamie and Trevor as the last performance they did. I could use a love song by Marin Morris. Um, this whole episode, I was like getting upset at Jamie. I was like, God, quit crying. Quit being so insecure about your singing and performing. And then when she gets out on there on stage, she absolutely killed it. She was awesome. Yeah, she did well. The thing is like, I was like, girl, the hardest part you're already doing, you're literally singing in front of people. Like, sure, it's on camera, so you don't really notice how many people you're singing in front of, but you're basically singing in front of all of America when you have done these little dates with Trevor kind of thing. So what's the whole difference of 50 people? But I get it. Nerves are nerves, but she did really well. And then she turned around and rolled in the grass. After the, <laughs> I thought that was funny. So well, if you get to the rose ceremony, like shortly after that, all the girls are wearing their same dresses from their performance, except for Jamie. I didn't even notice. Yep, and I'm pretty sure it's because hers was covered in grass stains, so she changed <laughs> to a different dress. <laughs> so, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, because everybody else was. In there, same same getup. But yeah. That's funny. So there you go. We got the performances. 
We already talked about Danny and Becca going home in the rose ceremony. Let's give out our awards, Kaylee. Let's do it. Let's do it. Who is um <laughs> who is your loser of the week? Uh if I have to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think- can't. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost like you gotta name them as couples now, but Julia is definitely yeah. the loser of the week, although there are a lot of close seconds, I think. Uh-huh. There's a few. Is there anyone else that you think is a good loser of the week? <sighs> Kesha's black hair. I'm not a fan. Good luck <laughs> I yeah. thought about putting Kesha's black hair as my legit loser of the week, but um or Jordan, he seemed like he didn't want to be there. <laughs> um, right. I don't know. Um, it's either Julia or Brandon. Just sh- get your shit together, man. Pick the girl. Quit flirting with the other girl. Quit sending them signals of like, oh, there's hope. But or I guess Danny could be a loser. I mean, he poured his heart into this check. And I mean... Yes, she was honest about it, so he didn't really lose. I mean, he was at least on. She was at least honest with him. She didn't lead him on. Um, so my loser would either be Julia or uh, or Danny. Um, yeah. How about uh, how about the winner? My winner of the week is Jamie. Yeah. Yeah, she kind of overcame her fears quite a bit. She was being a baby about some of it sometimes, but at the same time, I don't think that she made nearly as big as a, like she still got up there and did it. Right. Uh And every time that she was freaking out, it was mostly just in front of Trevor. It wasn't like she was doing it. Like while other people were performing, she wasn't like down there, like freaking out, like acting ridiculous. Like she kept it pretty cool until it was just her and Trevor alone. And then, yeah. I agree. She she made pretty good steps this week for her her development and the maturity. Um, my winner is actually uh, I knew this immediately as soon as this happened. I was like, "That's my winner." Gabe is my winner of the week. Gabe is the winner. Gabe is my winner because as soon as Chris Harrison dished out those rules about as soon, you guys got to go find your couples, you got to do you know you got to do your thing. Gabe immediately got up went to each person and was honest with them. He went to Savannah, was like, I like you. She was like, you're a friend to me. He's like, bet, gotcha, thanks for being honest. Then he went to the other girls and was just like, listen, my heart belongs to someone else and I'm going home. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, dude, how efficient. He he didn't play any games because he could have, like you said earlier, he could have easily been like to Mel, like, yeah, let's keep going, let's keep this going. Like, no, he he didn't bullshit around. He didn't lead anyone. Got out of there, and I respect it. So Gabe is my winner. That's that's good. That's I, a good. I admired his maturity, and like I'm not gonna waste my time if the girl I want doesn't want me. Right. I feel like which I feel like in this season of this Bachelor Nation show, it's very interesting because basically every person is being genuine. Yeah. It's a very different mix-up, and I kind of snakes. No snakes, really. So, this is kind of interesting. Um, So, I knew that there was something that happened with Kesha, and this is a really random point in me bringing it up. So, do you remember when Jamie 
Jamie mentioned something. I can't remember exactly what she mentioned right after her performance. And Kesha said, I'm proud of you. And yeah. she was like, that means a lot to me coming from you. Uh-huh. And I think so Kesha um, basically fell in love with her producer a while yeah. back. Ago. She was in a huge court battle for a while. Yeah. And he so supposedly like sexually assaulted her, harassed her, beat her up, all this stuff. Um, and she ended up becoming vocal about it and tried to sue him. And then there was like counter suing from the producer back to her and her mom saying that they're liars and spreading all this gossip and all this stuff. And it eventually caused her to enter into rehab, which is crazy. Um, so it's glad it's good to see that Kesha is doing fine again. Yeah, I, I remember back when this happened, she like, after she dropped that album that had like TikTok and all those other songs on it, she like disappeared. And I think that's what happened is she, she went through all this stuff. She, she performed at the Grammys, I think either last year or the year before. And that was like her comeback, like performance. Um, and she did really well, but um, you know, she's, you know, she was one of those artists, unfortunately, that was like really popular in like the early 2010s and then put out a hit record and then we've heard nothing from since in her case we understand why it's not because of other artists it's because of the bullshit that she had to deal with but yeah it was crazy seeing her again i was like oh shit that's kesha i was like girl i didn't even recognize you didn't even it's recognize so true that when you're a girl and you're going through something you change your hair <laughs> uh-huh. hell yeah true you that don't- Got it. <laughs> um, who's uh, who? Who's your favorite couple right now? My favorite couple. I think mine's Jamie and Trevor. I feel like it's Bree and Chris. I mean, you that's, can't, that's, you can't, that's my you can't go wrong with Bree and Chris. Can't go wrong with Bree and Chris. They're all the way. I think it's going to be a Jamie, Trevor, Bree, Chris finale. I think you're probably right. Everyone else has drama associated with them, except for Na- I don't see Natasha and Ryan making it to the end. No, and if they do, I'm gonna. It might be like one of those that just kind of shock you. Yeah. Um, for all we know, something could happen. Right. The whole Savannah Brandon um, Julia love triangle is going to explode. Yeah, it's going to result in all of them going home. Right, and you kind of see that already because they give a little bit of snip for next week, and it's already Brandon talking to Savannah saying that he thinks he has feelings for Julia, and then and you see upset, and it's like Brandon brother, and then you see Sheridan kind of like start to put his foot down, saying like, "I'm confused and I'm done. Like I need you to make a decision. Like who are you here for?" Right. I was like. I can't wait to see that. What would happen? What would happen if Sheridan ended up with Savannah and Brandon ended up with Julia? They just did a swap. That would be the shock of the century. <laughs> a swap real quick. That would be the, the shock of the century. <laughs> if that was the case, I would hope that Julia and Brandon would go home ASAP. <laughs> Save yeah. the good ones. Keep the good ones. <laughs> yes. Keep Give us the most perfect couple on the face of the planet um the two most wholesome in- individuals we have on this season i think yes um, absolutely. 
And then I guess who's who, who have you got your eye, your eye on? Anybody that's kind of like under the radar right now? It was hard for this episode. I still kind of have Rudy under my radar. I, I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say Rudy and Matt. They seem to maybe yeah. figure their shit out. Even though she still claims she's crazy and he's still like, I don't know what's going on. Right. I think he's going to kind of get over it at some point. But I don't know. Maybe now that there's like solidified couples and she doesn't have to worry about another girl coming in and swooping in. Yeah. We might start to shine a little bit. That may be the case. I don't know. It's hard to say. I feel like in those situations, like she's being, she was being super um, insecure, but in that type of scenario, you should be extremely confident because he had the opportunity to give his rose to like three other girls besides you. And he gave it to you, which is a sign. And like he, he was talking to other girls throughout the week. This was like two weeks ago. And she just kind of sprang out out of nowhere. And was like, I still have feelings for you, even though you did that whole scenario where he took the one girl on the one-on-one date instead of her. Mm-hmm. And they kissed like right before the rose ceremony. He just turned around and gave his rose to her. Damn. It's like, he clearly likes you, and you should accept that. <laughs> yes. Agreed. I so think hopefully we'll start to shine a I little bit. So. That. I hope so. Because otherwise, I think they'd be a really strong couple. They have a really good singing capability. and Yes. They're good musically with each other. Yeah, we just need that romance to be a little bit more evident. Agreed. Well, I think that is it for episode 108. If you liked what you heard, uh, subscribe on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Uh, Tell a friend, leave a review. Five stars would be preferred, but if not, tell us in the description, leave a review and say why not five stars. And if it is five stars, let me know what's What's good? Let us know what's up. Follow us on Instagram, The Binge Boys Podcast, Logan Lewis 96, Kale's Tales. Um, yeah, check out the YouTube channel. That's obviously where you're watching right now, so you've already checked it out. But if you haven't already, hit subscribe. Hit the little bell so you know when we upload. We drop pretty much the same day that the regular podcast episode, like the audio only. The video will usually come out the same day. So, um, yeah, go subscribe to that. And, uh, Kaylee, if you've got nothing else, I think we can have Benji tune us out. Let's have Benji tune us out. Benji, do me a favor and tune us out. We'll see you guys next week uh, for episode four of Listen to Your Heart. Thank you for watching slash listening. Bye. Bye.